Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. And as always, it is a pleasure to be here with you and our guest here on the program as we bring you New Paradigms for a New World. You know we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And one of the things that I truly enjoy on this program is having our guests uh, return to continue the conversation that uh, we may have started or that we're literally continuing after two or three or more appearances on this program. And it's always a pleasure to have a good friend of mine. I would even say, in addition to this program, outside this program, he's sort of, he's my therapist. His name is Peter Wright. Peter, it is always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you for being with us again here on this program. Delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It is always nice to have you. Of course, you are a local here in the Santa Barbara area where we originally broadcast from, both our broadcast podcast and video casts. And I've had the great pleasure of, um, I want to say, participating in some of the processes that you have learned over the, what, 25 plus years or more that, that you have been practicing? Exactly. It's a hypnotherapist for the last 25 years. Wow. That's that's a long time. You're a you're a certified hypnotherapist, uh, as I said, in Cal in Santa Barbara, along with uh, uh, one of the uh, only 50. There may be more by now, but at the time I have this here, board certified past life regression therapists. Uh, and you also do something that I participated in. I like to put it that way. <laughs> Because it was, it was a, 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 a mutual um, experience with the exception that you never led me anywhere. You asked where I was on the, on the path. In other words, I was your GPS when, when we were traveling through, shall we say, my mind, as so to speak. Uh, life between lives hypnotherapy and uh, spirit releasement. Uh, it's, uh, th th to me, that was the most fascinating uh, thus far of the experiences I've had with you. You uh, continue to educate yourself and move forward in the last, let's just say, year or so. And obviously, we've all been dealing with this whole business of uh, the viruses and this and that and the other thing. What have you, what have you uh, uh, brought into your realm, into your library, into your domain, uh, some anything new that uh, that we want to really touch upon in addition to these other aspects? Well, I've been especially focusing on helping clients connect with their higher self and their heart and all their guidance by first taking them up into the fifth dimension, leaving the third dimension behind. And in the fifth dimension, higher vibration, uh, we can go anywhere, anyhow, any why, any when. So we can basically go anywhere you want to go or anywhere that your soul wants to take you. Mm. So in that higher vibration, we connect with your heart, your higher self, and all your guidance, because they know everything there is to know about you. And they lead the session for us to help you resolve the issues that you brought to the table. Now, those watching the YouTube uh, channel uh, video, uh, can see that behind uh, uh, Peter are uh, shelf upon shelf upon shelf of books. That is not a virtual background, folks. I know because 
that is the room where uh, we we uh, he does his shall we say does his work uh, provides his service. Uh, first of all, have you read all those books? I've read many of them. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I'm an reader. And is there one particular genre that you enjoy uh, in in let's just say your practice as opposed to for leisure uh, a reading that um, that you jump into whenever you can? Anything having to do with metaphysics and exploring the non-physical realm. In other words, connecting with guidance, connecting with loved ones who've passed on, uh, connecting with uh, with whatever you call the divine. Uh, we, we all have access to it, and I find it to be so helpful for my own growth to uh, stay in touch with all the help that's available to us from the non-physical realm. Yeah, and of course, you chose such a narrow, such a narrow focus there, Peter. <laughs> um, I'm curious as to, because you just talked about your own personal growth. Do you find that happening to you even in sessions with your um, clients? Absolutely, because what we're doing is we are... Um, well, to, to put this into, into perspective, um, let me first talk about what hypnosis is, and then from there we can uh, expand upon that, because there are a lot of misconceptions about what hypnosis is, and I use it daily um, when working with clients. And so for me, hypnosis is just simply focused concentration, where you're fully aware of everything that's going on around you, you hear the traffic outside, but hopefully you're sharing with me what's going on inside of you. Because I believe so many of our answers are within us if we can just get out of the way. <laughs> That's the so big I, one right there, getting out of the way. So I find that about 60% of my clients are visual. So we go to a past life or meet with their higher self. And those clients see it all in their imagination. It's like they're starring in their own motion picture costume drama. Terrific. But 40% of my clients, and I'm in this group myself, are more auditory or sensing or feeling. So whenever I go into one of my past lives or meet with my guidance, I don't see anything. I hear it. I sense it. I feel it. I know exactly what's going on. I just don't see it. So it's very easy for my ego mind to say, Peter, you're making this up. Well, I'm making up this story, not that one over there. It's coming from somewhere. And I find the trance state in hypnosis, your soul speaks through your imagination. And your soul is not making things up. Rather, it's translating what is inside of you into first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. So I invite you, Richard, to be my tour guide, be my court reporter, and share me whatever is happening as the session unfolds. It's interesting, too, because uh, uh, I, when I do share, and I quite often I do share that experience, the Life Between Lives experience with people on this program, my guests and listeners, I always make it a point to let them know that Peter never asked leading questions such as, do you see this? Do you smell this? Do you hear this? Do you taste this? Etc. Etc. It's what are you seeing, smelling, tasting, hearing, experiencing? What are you, uh, who, who's there or who is not there or is anybody there? That kind of thing. And I, I, I know that, for example, when, as, as you and I are similar in this regard, 
in terms of uh, metaphysics and the divine and so forth and our curiosity. Um, I've been to a few intuitives and they don't, uh, the, the ones I've been to do not ask those kinds of um, guiding questions. They, they don't ask those. They ask the kind of questions you ask. That seems to really add more credence that supports the, in my opinion, the validity of not only, not only the work you do, but also the work of Dr. Newton, who uh, uh, sort of discovered this, if you will. Is that correct? Right. Absolutely. So we're, we're connecting. Okay. With you. I have lost your audio. Um, so Dr. Hold Newton. on. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've got your audio. Dr. Newton um, uh, discovered this particular approach of taking clients up into the life between lives arena. In other words, that place where the soul is waiting to be reborn, if you will, in a physical body. And he came up with a protocol that allows you to explore that particular place um, using a deeper level of hypnosis. For me with my clients and my working with past lives, with a typical, um, with this life issues, the, the hypnotic induction lasts for about 10, 12 minutes. With Newton's work, it's a 45-minute induction. We're just simply deeper into that state of relaxation, but still fully conscious of everything that's going on around you. So we then go up into the light, very high vibration, and um, through that process, you can meet with your own um, council of elders, your council of elders, where you can ask any question you've ever wanted to ask, about your present lifetime or past lifetimes. And you're the one getting the answer and sharing it with me. So it's a very uh, profound way for you to get key answers about your, your life now or past lives or whatever you'd like to um, ask about. And you know, when I went through that uh, LBL or li uh, Life Between Lives experience uh, hypnosis uh, session, and folks, I was conscious. I mean, I was aware of everything that was going on. This was not something that I was, I don't remember a thing. Oh, you have it recorded? Oh, well, wonderful. I, now I'll know what I said. No, I, I know exactly what I was seeing and all those. And I have to tell you that there are times when I just want to go back. I want to go back to that lifetime. It was, it was, uh, it was a wonderful period uh, uh, in, in time, uh, the pioneer days, uh, you know, and so forth. And uh, it was so cool. And I, I, I was as amiable and as friendly and as, um, <clears throat> shall we say, um, communicative with just about everybody as I am today. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll walk into a room and I want to mingle and get to know people. Well, I was that way back then, too, in that lifetime. I, 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 I had that sense that in spite of the disaster that took place on my farm, it really wasn't a disaster. It, it, it was a transition. I'm kind of going through a similar transition, not because of uh, natural disaster or anything of that nature, just because of circumstances that are changing. And, and I've been, and even uh, going back to March of 2020, mm -hmm. I have been extremely optimistic. Is, uh, is that something that you try to uh, sort of... Um, What's the word I want? Facilitate uh, uh, with with uh, uh, your clients 
because I'm sure some of the folks that come to you aren't the most optimistic. They have they, they have the half glass empty, although I still want to know what the glass is, what what's in the glass, which that's another program. But <laughs> uh, do you do you have people that uh, come to you for a therapy sessions, but they are rather pessimistic? Absolutely. I uh, see clients of, of all regarding all sorts of issues from fear, anxiety, depression, uh, pains, um, relationship issues, grief, whatever it may be. And so what we do is we uh, take you up into the light, connect you with your heart, your higher self in the fifth dimension, invite those parts of you to serve as our inner wisdom team. In fact, your inner wisdom team, because you'll be channeling them during the session and we'll be turning to them to help us uh, figure out what wants to happen next to help you resolve these issues. Mm. And they'll then take us back into a past life or perhaps into this life to the cause or source of whatever that issue might be and then help you come to closure with it. And through coming to closure, we're helping you to let go of the anxiety, the fear, the depression, the whatever the emotion, the negative emotions that you have surrounding that particular issue that can therefore create a feeling of optimism, a feeling of taking back your power that you'd given away or that had been taken from you. Mm -hmm. So it's all very positive in terms of outcomes yeah. from working with clients. Peter Wright is my guest and uh, we are here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and it is a pleasure to have uh, Peter Wright returning uh, to our microphones, to our cameras, as it were, uh, on Zoom, if you're watching the YouTube video, or if you're listening on one of the podcasts, or maybe you're listening to the broadcast uh, on this fine radio station. We certainly hope that uh, you will avail yourselves of uh, Peter's work, because again, obviously he can do it over Zoom, I suppose, or over the phone, or what have you, unless you're here in the along the Central Coast, or you want to take a nice drive. I mean, wouldn't hurt. Make an appointment with him. You can go to his website, which is insightsfromwithin.com. That's insightsfromwithin.com. Uh, we certainly hope that you will uh, uh, avail yourselves. We will be linked, as always, to Peter's uh, website so that you can, boom, go right there and uh, find out more about what Peter is up to and so forth. He's got a lot of letters after his name. CPLT, CHT, LBLT. <laughs> Uh, insights from within hypno hypnotherapy is is the is the work that he does here in Santa Barbara, <clears throat> and you have um, you have an office you have a a room that you've set aside to <clears throat> uh, facilitate the the processes when you go through the um, when you when you bring a client in do you know what modality you're going to use is this discussed ahead of time. Or is that something that both your and your client's intuition sort of brings up? For, for all of my clients, I spend about 30 to 45 minutes in advance uh, offering a free consultation, which means we uh, spend time by Zoom or phone or Skype talking about the issues this client would like to uh, resolve. And then I talk about hypnosis and my approach to working with clients. And it's um, an opportunity for us to share um, how we might best work together. And then at the end of that, the client decides whether they would like to um, sign up for a session with me. But it's very low key and it's offered for free. 
We then get together for the session. And prior to that, I've sent the client my hypnotic induction. It's eight minutes long. My voice, hypnotic music, allows them to practice going into trance and coming out. And as I say to them um, during the consultation, the music is designed to take you into hypnosis. Do not disappoint the music. <laughs> In other words, have fun with it. It's just basically relax, relax, relax. We then get together for the session and the client has sent me in advance the goals they'd like to, uh, to accomplish during that session. So um, I then ask the client, are there any religious figures, saints, loved ones who passed on, shamanic animals, guides you've heard about from psychics or anybody else that when things go wrong in your life, you turn to them for support. Some people have them, some don't. If the client has any, I write the names down. Then I invite the client to ask all of them to join us in the imagination of the client. And when everybody's arrived together with all their other guidance and my guidance, let me know. So the client says, yep, everybody's here in their imagination. So then I come forth and say, thank you for joining us. Today, we'd like to focus on this, 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 and this, whatever you put on your form. And then I ask the client to take those goals into their heart, feel them strongly in your heart as to what success looks like from today's session and send them out like a silent prayer to all those who've joined us from the light. When you've done that, follow that up with another silent prayer of gratitude because gratitude is very important this type of work and it presumes already starting to help us. I then take them into trance, up into the light where we meet with their higher self. How does your higher self make itself known to you? You may see it, sense it, or feel it. For those who are visual, it could be an angelic figure right in front of them. Great. We invite the angelic figure to come through them as if they were channeling it, words like, I'm here. I'm here, says the uh, higher self. I ask the higher self, how do you support Bob? It will tell us. And then I ask the same with, with heart, the heart to come forth. You may see it, sense it, or feel it. It could be a red heart right in front of you. I don't know. You'll know. <laughs> so we make friends with those two parts and invite them to be our partner throughout the session to help guide us where we need to go mm -hmm. because they know everything there is to know about you from this life and past lives. And then we add others to the uh, mix, if you will. Um, your a spirit guide of yours may show up. Your grandmother may show up. Again, I don't know. They show up. They want to help us. So that's how we begin the session. We both get out of the way, you and I, and they lead the session through first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. I remember asking you this question uh, before we, we started our very first session, which was not an LBL session. It was, it was just a hypnotherapy session. Uh, Peter, how do you know that uh, uh, I'm not just making it up, you know, and so forth? And what, was your, what, what's, what would be your answer to that question or that statement? Your soul speaks to your imagination. As I mentioned earlier, your soul isn't making things up. Rather, it's translating what is inside of you into first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. So again, be my tour guide. Mm. Be my court reporter. Because mm. what I find is that what is coming forth resonates with you on some, on some level. And often tears may come forth or a real sense of that's, that's my truth. So we're, we're, we're dealing with very important um, key parts of you and your um, soul, if you will, that have come forth during the session 
to help you resolve these issues. Right. You know, I uh, remember, too, we were in a session and um, my dog, Makushla, showed up. And I had not shed tears for her. I was sad at her, her departure when we let her go. But it was only then that the tears really flowed. And I, I really was pained by the fact that uh, we kept her, I, I put it this way, uh, for another, an additional 14 months after her uh, um, debilitation. And then we finally let her go. And I felt so badly about that. But she basically said, hey, I appreciate the fact that you kept me around for that additional 14 months. And I'm not gone. In terms of the concept of death, which is all part of this whole metaphysical divine construct that we're really building here, um, I am seeing more and more programs, documentaries, you know, educational programs, videos and so forth on YouTube that are hammering home, if you're watching them over and over again, you know, death is not an end. It might be the end of the physical body, but it's not the end. When I produce a commercial, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay? 30 seconds, 60 seconds, doesn't matter. Program. One hour. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. But with our existence, you know, we don't know if there's a beginning or how it began. We're kind right. of in the middle, but we always think that there's an end and that, that when tragedy strikes here on this material plane, oh, it's over. It's all, it's over. You know, it... It's not. How, how are you able to share that with people in regards to, especially those who are afraid of death? Because there are those who are afraid of death. They don't want to die. So as an example, several years ago, because this proved to me firsthand that, uh, that death is not an end. I was at a workshop um, um, and there was another hypnotherapist present. And we engaged in idle chatter before the workshop began. During one of the breaks, she shared with me on his cell phone one of the videos of one of his client sessions. He made a video of the session with a client. The client was in hypnosis, and they had invited the client's Uncle Harold to join them in the imagination of the client. Uncle Harold had passed on years before, but in the video, you could see a little photograph of Uncle Harold dancing right next to the client's face. Wow. There was no photograph of Uncle Harold actually in the session room, but Uncle Harold was present, thank you very much, on the video, which proved to me that everybody is available to us in the trance state. Wow. Whether they're currently alive in physical body through your imagination, or they passed on, we can invite them to join us from the spirit realm, or their past life personalities, um, as we see with working with past lives and key, key people that you were in a past life, they're available to us, or their spirit guides, ascended masters, archangels from the non-physical realm. And all pets are involved as well. They can join us. And I've had numerous clients, in addition to you, who've invited pets that have passed on to join us. And there's such love, such support from the other side, regardless of it's an animal or a loved one or a famous person or an archangel or a spirit god. So we are not alone. Help is all around. I think that's a message that we all need to hear because a lot of times we feel alone in this world 
amongst all 8 billion plus human beings. By the way, we hit 8 billion back in December of 2022. I want you to know. So we're we're moving on, ladies and gentlemen. We keep making more of us. Uh, <laughs> and that's just the way that it is. Peter Wright is my guest. Uh, insights from, uh, uh, we'll, we'll uh, give you the website. It is insightsfromwithin.com. That's the website. Peter is uh, here in Santa Barbara, uh, California. And uh, Peter, would it be appropriate to give out a phone number for people to contact you? Absolutely. 805-770-5200. 805-770-5200. That's the phone number. Uh, you can also go to his website. All that information is there as well as we continue right here on Tell Me Your Story. Peter Wright has joined us again here on the program to talk about the work that he is doing both locally and globally, quite honestly, honestly because of Zoom and Skype and the phone and, and just everything, all the technology that we have today. Uh, and it's not something, it doesn't seem like, uh, Peter, that uh, the technology gets in the way. I know that there are those who, uh, and there are moments when I am one of those who can't stand the technology because it's getting in the way. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then there are times like this, for example, when the technology, we use it to facilitate getting out the word that there is more to this life than this life. And um, I find it interesting when I when I think about this and we were talking uh, uh, just a moment ago about death and passing and uh, my my eldest sister uh, passed away uh, almost 10 months ago um, at the end of March of 2022. And. I didn't shed any tears until the memorial a month later because of my perspective. Now, granted, it was more of an intellectual thing. But I was hearing her. I was hearing her. And all she was basically saying is, hi, Richard. Hey, it's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. And I could hear her laughter, that wonderful laugh that my sister had. Oh, it's magnificent. Um, we even had a conversation a couple of months before her passing. Uh, and and uh, I found out she did not shy away from the hard questions. I found that out when I asked her one of the hard questions. Are you ready? And that's one of the questions that I kind of I put forth to myself as well as sometimes to our guests. Uh, are you ready? And I'll be honest with you, I would have to answer the question yes and no like my sister did. And I, I remember saying, well, come on, says Jeanette, seriously, yes and no. And of course, she says, well, no, because I, I don't want to leave my husband, Perry, uh, and I don't want to leave him with all the stuff that he's going to have to deal with. But. From a spiritual standpoint, and oh, she was so, I don't want to say emphatic. She was so at peace when she said this. She says, but I'm ready. I am ready. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not either. If today is my day, I'm good to go. Do I have a lot more to do? Do I have a lot more I want to do? You betcha. Uh, I jokingly say I want to live to be 100. I have to outlive my great-grandmother. Um you know, and that's an, I'm 62, 63 this year. So I've got another, uh, what, 37 years plus uh, to go. And I want to do it healthy and wealth, well, wealthy. I'll be nice and wise. We'll see about that. Peter, what about you? Uh, you, you sound as though you have come to terms with your mortality or am I misreading that? 
Absolutely. I, I certainly have come to terms because I know that I will be coming back again and again and again. Um, if you consider that the Earth is a free will zone, let's just say that. Let me give you this paradigm. The Earth being a free will zone, a free will planet, one of the only places in the galaxy that is free will. We come to Earth to practice making choices. That's how our souls evolve, through the choices that we make. Lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. There are no wrong choices. They're just choices with consequences. <laughs> so um, we come into this life. We make our choices. We learn from our choices, good and bad, if you will. And then we come back again and pick up where we left off. Because what I find in the Life Between Lives work that I'm doing, and by working with my clients, and in the readings that I've done, is that uh, before we come into earth bodies, we work with our guidance to figure out what we want to focus on next in terms of ways to improve ourselves, improve mm -hmm. our souls, becoming more loving, less fearful, etc. And so we then are born in physical body and have a general blueprint of how we'd like our life to unfold in learning these lessons. But we can always change the blueprint because we have free will. Um, so... Um, I just find that do the best that you can, because by doing so, loving everyone, forgiving everyone, we're all on that same journey. We're all doing the best that we can. So please just be good to yourself moving forward. Learn your lessons and love yourself and love everyone around you and forgive yourself and forgive everyone around you. One of the aspects, and of course you mentioned choices, and of course we're here giving people choices and knowledge of those choices to help make their dreams come true. Um, the aspect of, um, well, first of all, uh, success and failure in terms of those choices. And I've been working to eliminate those words uh, from my vocabulary because I don't believe there's such a thing as success or failure. There's only learning. Learning is learning. There is no judgment there. There is no plus or minus. It's it's learn or or you don't learn, I guess. And and um, even when you don't learn something, so to speak, or you have one of those life experiences, you're still learning something. Uh, Edison, I always use him as the example. Uh, and the question asked of him, how many times did you fail before you discovered how the light bulb worked? He said, well, I never failed. I just found 990 ways it didn't work. And now they're coming up. Now we have LED, which is a, an innovation on light and so forth and so on. Um, but it's 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 uh, uh, I think one of my issues and I mentioned about this, about the beginning, middle and end. I keep wondering, for example, in this world with the, the, the different things that are going on, uh, whether they be economic or religious or political or whatever the, the genre is, what's, your, what's the end game? So then I think about that in terms of my existence and the, and the uh, div divine, the, the force, the higher power. What the heck is your end game? And I guess I haven't quite yet, Peter, come to the... Uh, the, the grokking, okay, I know what you know that, that, what that means, the grokking of the fact that there is no end game. There, there, there really isn't. It's just the process of learning. And that 
until we can reach that place, we're going to, it seems to me like we will continue to struggle. Is that, is that your perspective too? Um, I think we, struggle is perhaps uh, an incorrect word in that regard. We, we have, we need lives to learn our lessons, if you will. Mm -hmm. And we're going to come back again and again and again. Um, someone who I respect, a healer that I worked with in the past, um, talked about from his perspective, those of earth, those on earth right now have lived 30,000 different lifetimes. Wow. Wow. Not all on earth, on other planets, on other stars and other realms. Earth is again, Ooh. a free will zone. We choose to come to earth, yeah. but our souls are eternal. So once we stop coming to earth in terms of we learn our lessons, mm -hmm. um, we perhaps live more from love than from fear and hate and so on. We can then evolve to go to a higher realm, wherever that might be. It could be heaven or somewhere else. Um, and our souls will continue to, to evolve, to eventually perhaps return to source or the divine or whatever, whatever you um, expect that to be. Mm -hmm. So just get out of the way, do the best you can, and keep moving forward, forgiving yourself, loving yourself, and loving everyone around you and forgiving everyone around you because we're all doing the best that we can in that moment. Yeah. Um, listeners to this program will hear on occasion at the end of our conversations uh, a song I wrote that dives into that. Uh, I'm a good man doing the best I can. And I uh, the first verse is an example of that very thing. Um. It's, I think, one of the challenges, maybe struggles is, a, is not the right word, or challenges that we face throughout our lives, um, that we then question our, shall we say, goodness, okay, uh, our, our perfective, per perfection. And I define. I don't. I, blah, blah, blah. I do not define perfection as uh, being right or being perfect. Uh, you know, uh, following all of the rules. No, I. Uh, I went through a process uh, many years ago when I read the passage in the Bible in the New Testament about where Jesus says, "Be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect." So I started to think about the qualities of God, of the divine, thinking. Well, God is neither good nor bad or right nor wrong, or black or white or good or evil. God in the Old Testament refers to himself as the I am. I am that I am. So to be perfect is just to be. And that's why we talk a lot about people going within. And I want to talk about that as we continue here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan with Peter Wright. And Peter... Going Within, and I mean, your, your website uh, speaks of that, Insights From Within. And I want to talk a little bit about that in, in reference to, as I mentioned earlier, perfection uh, and what perfection is as I, as I see it. I'm not saying this is true for everyone, but for me, that's how I look at it. I am perfect, okay? Not in the eyes of man, but from a metaphysical standpoint. I'm perfect because I am um, I don't know that I'd go so far as to say, I think, therefore, I am, uh, in terms of defining myself. Not that I disagree with that phrase. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about this aspect of uh, going within 
And maybe having that question for the divine, for that still small voice, maybe even asking the question, am I perfect? Am I perfect? So in working with my clients, what we're doing is, as I mentioned, we're going up into the fifth dimension, meeting the inner wisdom team, heart, higher self, Archangel Michael, grandmother, spirit guide, etc., seeking to resolve the issues that we've brought to the table, or at least take off layers of them. And then towards the end of the session, um, I invite the client to come up with a sacred spot, a special place in their imagination that they can go to right then and there to reconnect with this inner wisdom team that we formed. And so the session is coming to a close and the client describes this place, let's say, oh, I'm sitting in a meadow beneath an oak tree on a beautiful spring day. The ocean is to my left, the mountains are to my right. Perfect. So as you sit in this special spot of yours, this sanctuary, let's invite your heart to join you. How does your heart make itself known to you? We've been working with your heart for the last hour and 15 minutes. So my hope is you're on a first name basis with your heart. <laughs> same with higher self, same with the key uh, figures we worked with uh, during this, the session. I then ask you to place them around you in that circle um, so you can imagine them there. And then we bring the session to a close. I then send you a recording of the session, why you think you remember everything you don't, I invite you to listen to it. But I also include my higher self shortcut. My voice, hypnotic music, takes you into trance and up into the light, into the fifth dimension. And invite you then to be there in your sanctuary with your team all around you. And with them around you, welcome them for a few seconds, thanking them for coming. And then ask them a question about your day through your heart. And shut up. <laughs> From them, first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. My hope is we've been working with them for the last two hours, if you will. They can continue to work with you on your own in the privacy of your own meditation space mm -hmm. for five or 10 minutes to help you navigate your life. And I talk with you about how best to work with them, trusting first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. So for those major questions that you have about your life or even the minor ones of how should I best spend my day or what should I do about this or that, my goal is for you to be, continue to work with this inner wisdom team, your intuition, that you've been working with your entire life, but perhaps have not known what they looked like or sounded like or felt like, you now have met them, they can help you navigate your life through your heart, not through your head. The head is, is connected to the third dimension, our reality here, the heart's connected to the higher realms. So ask through your heart and get out of the way, trust in the process and get to know them better, these mm. resources. Absolutely. I will say, too, from my own experience, and maybe you too, Peter, from yours, that the more we do that, the more we begin the process of trusting our intuition. And it also, it, it at times, uh, it's not 100%, but the majority of the time, it almost becomes second nature. Oh, turn left here. Oh, okay. Turn right here. Just as an example. You find that in your life, too? In fact, in, with working with my clients, um, I build upon the idea of Earth being a free will zone by saying that um, when you come to Earth, you have uh, two choices. One choice can be, I'm going to do it myself. Great. 
Another choice can be, I'm going to ask for help from the unseen world. Mm -hmm. Help's all around. But because we have free choice, help cannot help us as much as we ask for it. Mm -hmm. Ask for it. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the handouts I give to my clients is the 21 essential angels, according to Anthony William, the medical medium. I just uh, typed up the last uh, chapter of his book. Because he talks about 21 essential angels, but he also talks about the unknown angels, according to him. There are 144,000 of them. Who knew? But they're some of the most powerful of all and the least in demand. If you have faith in them, they can perform miracles. They work on you when you're asleep. Call upon them and ask for help. So I invite my clients to, before you go to sleep at night, call them forth ask them for help, get out of the way, say thank you, and then see what happens in the coming days. Helps all around. Keep asking for help. Don't do it yourself. And Mm. keep saying thank you. Absolutely. Peter Wright has joined us here on the program to talk about his work. Insightsfromwithin.com is the website. And yeah, if you want that phone number, I'll give it to you again. It's 805 770 5200. That's 805 770 Peter Wright is uh, our guest, and you are listening to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and it is always a pleasure to have returning guests uh, to this program to talk about the work that they are doing. Peter, um, when it comes to, I, I remember uh, um, when I was with the Christian radio station, and I used, I used the word metaphysics. Oh, my God, you would have thought that I had just called upon the devil. Um, I said, do you know what the definition of the word metaphysics is? And actually, uh, the translation, shall we say, not so much the, although I suppose same thing. And they said, well, no, not really. I said, well, and I wanted to say, well, then how can you be appalled at my using the word if you don't know what the definition is? And let me tell you what the definition is. And it's very simple. Beyond the physical. And of course, dealing primarily with Christians, I said Christianity is metaphysical because it speaks of the life beyond the physical. Faith is beyond the physical. Hope is beyond the physical. Does it affect the physical? It very well could. When it comes to people learning about the difference between the physical and the non-physical worlds and that we can, I know you've heard this phrase before, we can create our own reality. Right. But, but we can do it consciously rather than we're always creating our own reality but we're not necessarily doing it consciously. And that's why many, 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 many times we're rather bewildered at how our life is, is going. Um, are you able to, to get through to some folks in that regard to let, get them to realize that not only are you creating your own reality, but you can consciously do this? Absolutely. And that, that's, in fact, what we're doing during a session by inviting their own guidance to join us. And I should also add, I'm not associating myself with a particular religion or point of view. Rather, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you are bringing to the table is fine with me. 
but I'd like to uh, broaden perhaps your perspective in working with those from the light, whatever, in terms of however you, you, you term them. Um, so that uh, by working with them, um, it allows us to create changes in you that give you more power, give you more an opportunity to release the blocks that prevent you from moving forward. Uh, the guidance knows the blocks, so help us release them and then help you to uh, move forward on your journey. Because so many of my, of my clients feel blocked or something's preventing them from moving forward. Mm. And blocks are a, a big issue, obviously. They are one of the main reasons why we, sometimes some of us don't find our life's purpose and we can't get, as they say, get on track. Uh, I, I was uh, interviewing someone the other day and they said, I'm sorry I went so far afield. I said, oh, no, 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 you're right on the rails, okay? You know, the train has not derailed. You're right on the rails. And, uh, and, and a lot of us, we find ourselves off the rails because of the blockages. Um, certainly, you've, you've certainly described the process. But just because we discover a block through the hypnosis therapy session, how do we, uh, and I don't know what the right term here is, so you'll correct me if I'm wrong here. How do we get through it? How do we remove it? How do we go around it, over it, under it, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, how do we dissolve it so that we can uh, not be blocked by it again? Is that is that a possibility? And and even if it isn't, even if it's temporary, it's a learning process. It's it's a part of my practice with every client. We're seeking to resolve blocks, issues within them. And um, as an example, one of the tools that I use is let's say a client is uh, feeling especially anxious. Okay, that's an issue that they brought to the table. So I'll ask them then, okay, close your eyes right now. And your listeners might want to do this. Let's say anxiety is their issue. And as you close your eyes, I want you to think about what causes that anxiety, what thoughts or experiences have created that anxiety within you. And to focus with your eyes closed on um, those issues, those problems right now. Because most likely, you're going to feel that anxiety somewhere in your body. Mm. And you clap, oh, okay, close your eyes, and I'll think about it. And I'll say, okay, where are you holding on to that anxiety right now? Oh, it's in my chest. Okay. So as you focus on the anxiety in your chest right now, what color is it? First thought, oh, it's red. Okay, as you focus on the red anxiety in your chest right now, what's the shape of that anxiety, that red anxiety? Oh, it's a circle or whatever, whatever shape you get. What I'd like you to do is to take your awareness, your imagination, and surround that red anxiety with your mind, with your awareness right now, taking control of it. Because up until now, it's been controlling you. And as you surround it with your mind, with your imagination, I want you to squeeze it. And if that anxiety could speak right now, what would it say? First thought, channel it. And the client may say, um, I'm really angry or whatever. So what I tell the client at that point is, in a session in the trance state, we invite that anxiety to come forth and talk to us as if you were channeling it with words like, I'm here. Because I have some questions for the anxiety. For example, how long have you been with Bob? How have you been affecting him? Who hired you? 
And what wants to happen to release you? And I find that by asking the negative emotion, those questions in the presence of your heart, your higher self, and all your guidance, they know where we need to go to release it or take off layers of it, whether it's this life, a past life, or someplace else. And they'll take us there during the session to help you release that anxiety easily and effortlessly. So that's one tool that I use that I find to be very effective um, for any particular issue or blockage that you've been feeling. Hmm. Interesting. We're talking with Peter Wright about uh, his work. Insightsfromwithin.com is the website, and we encourage you to go to that website, which we are linked to. And uh, we encourage you to, uh, to do the work. The work... No one can do the work for us, and yet uh, you are there, and is the right word, to facilitate one doing the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm holding the space, making it easier for you to go into that trance uh, place, if you will, um, inviting you to get out of the way and trust first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice, mm -hmm. because we are being led on that journey. Um, by your own guidance, because they want you to resolve these issues or take off layer after layer. I know that a lot of folks, uh, they do their own, um, <clears throat> they, they determine that they reach a point where I, I need some help. I need some support. I need some encouragement. I need whatever. To, I need a facilitator. I need a mentor, uh, a therapist, what have you. And the thing I love about what's happened over the last couple of years is how mental health, not mental illness, but mental health is being talked about more and more. And people are, so to speak, coming out of the woodwork saying, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm challenged. I'm struggling with anxiety, with depression, with whatever it is. A lot of people, they're very upset over what happened with this whole thing with COVID and what the governments have done and so on and so forth. And it's like, all right, stop there. Back up, back up. Take a look at what we're talking about now. The conversations that we have been having over the last few years have been critical. And this situation that we all faced together globally has brought those questions to the surface, that conversation to the surface. It's one of those things that I'm wondering... Uh, they say that we we are now facing another uh, another pandemic, but it's not a virus uh, of biological nature. It's a virus of psychological nature. And that we need to create uh, these networks. Uh, you are part of my network as I am yours. Peter, who is Peter Wright's therapist? Who is there? Uh, now, you don't have to name any names. I'm just curious. Do you have someone that you can go to to work through this? Or, or are you the type of individual through the 30,000 lives that you've already lived uh, that you're able to, uh, I don't want to say self-medicate per se on a, on a metaphysical level, but uh, that, that, you know, hey, I know the techniques and I can, I can process this stuff and I do my laughing and my crying in my room by myself. What's what is what is Peter's process? The combination. 
of looking within myself and meditation in working with my own inner wisdom team that I've described. Uh, but at the same time, it's I'm um, seeking out others who I respect and turning to them to get their input as to um, their own perspective about the issues that I'm facing. So I find we're, we're all in this together. And by looking within ourselves and looking to those we trust, we can often, we're being led on that journey mm. uh, where we don't have to do it alone. Just ask through your heart. Oh, please help me heart to resolve this rather than head because the head is locked in with the um, ego and that can cause problems for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you, you, you feel also that it is important that um, uh, if someone is going through some challenges psychologically, uh, mentally and emotionally, that uh, they, they, they need to understand that the stigma, in my opinion, in general, the stigma has been broken. It's okay to talk, and I. this is the way I want to phrase it. It's okay to talk about your mental health, not your, your uh, uh, mental illness, but your mental health. And that if you're not mentally healthy, it's okay to find someone, some group, because I'm sure there are groups all over the place right. with, with what you're dealing with, whether it's AA for Alcoholics Anonymous or um, any of the other alphabetical uh, groups and so forth. There are all kinds of groups all over the place in all different areas that are non-denominational, that are non-religious you know, in terms of using, uh, eh, let's just say in general, the 12-step concept. Exactly. Or other concepts as well. Yeah. So just asking for help through your heart and be aware of the signs, the synchronicities yeah. that come your way and act upon those. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I, I know that for me, this process of uh, therapy is facilitated through this program, for one. Uh, I've always called this program <laughs> my therapy, these interviews my therapy. Uh, I do talk an awful lot about myself and my experiences. Um, I'm, you know, and, and uh, I, I, you know, I really try not to, to share anything of somebody else's experience because it's, it's not mine. And, and, and so I, I really think that it's so important for people uh, to talk to their spouse, to talk even honestly with their children. I, see, that's the other thing, too, is that it's, it's as if we treat children as if, oh, no, we got to protect them from daddy or mommy's anger or tears or frustrations or fears. Kids have all of that. They understand. And when you're honest with them, I, honest, I do believe that when you are honest with your children, or with children, they're going to understand probably better than an adult. So, yeah. Yeah? Yep. Interesting. Now, if I may, you have a partner. Do you confide uh, everything? I mean, every little minute detail? Or is there sort of an unspoken... 
um, uh, 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 I don't want to say rule that, you know, there's some things that you are there to help me with. Okay. No one person can meet all my needs. Okay. Can, you know, uh, uh, and so forth. And that I, I need to go over here, but I'm coming back. I'm not, I'm not leaving. I, I'm just getting some support, getting some f- facilitation and so forth. Uh, is that an appropriate way or should I be sharing everything with my partner? I think just you, you share what, what you feel is appropriate to share. But in a partnership, we're here to support each other. Mm-hmm. And so it's up to each of us to reach out to the other when the other can be supportive to, to, to my own needs. How about unconditional love? I know that that's a real challenge for some folks uh, because some people will say, oh, there's no such thing. There's no way that you can have unconditional love. And I tend to disagree. I think that it is possible. You may not do it all the time, but it's kind of one of the things you said earlier about, um, about the way in which we treat one another, the way we treat other people shows our unconditional love that despite your religious, political, economic, social uh, standing or what have you, that you're a human being and you deserve, because you're a human being, you deserve kindness just like I do. We're all part of the same humanity here. And what goes around comes around as well, Mm -hmm. karma, etc. Yeah. So it's important for each of us to love ourselves and love others and forgive ourselves and forgive others, as I've said earlier in Mm -hmm. in this podcast. Now, I mentioned earlier in the program to those watching on YouTube that you've got this massive library behind you. Uh, Floor to ceiling, actually, folks. Floor to ceiling. But what about you? What have you written that we could read? Or are you working on something? Uh, I have found that I'm someone who, who takes notes of, about what others have written. I'm part of the books that I have behind me. I have uh, compiled for my own help, if you will, self, um, things I'd like to keep in mind, things mm-hmm. that I would like to know or, or be aware of as it relates to my profession, about metaphysics, about life in general. So I'm more of someone who looks to um, take the knowledge of others and incorporate into it into myself rather than prepare something for publication for the world mm. other than through my website. My guest is Peter Wright, and you folks are listening to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. And Peter, I want to thank you for giving us uh, this wonderful hour. Uh, we're going to have you back again and again and again because uh, there's a lot more to talk about as we move through. We're in 2023 now, and uh, there are those who didn't think we'd get here. <laughs> and, and, and I have to say that, that I'm very optimistic about this year in particular, but I was optimistic three years ago in March of 2020 because I said, oh, we're doing something different. And that means that instead of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, We're doing something different, which means we're going to get a different result. We don't know how we're going to come out the other end. We may not like it, but it's going to be different. And I was optimistic because of the opportunities. Well, I see a lot more opportunities here in 2023 than even in 2020. 
And that's because back then I didn't have 20-20 vision to the future. Uh, I still don't, but, but I just feel it's like that half glass full. It's, it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, and my glass is full of eggnog, so there you go, because uh, I like eggnog. Uh, but um, you are perpetually, from my experience, an optimistic person. Exactly. What, what keeps you optimistic, especially when hearing a lot of the sorrows, shall we, shall we say, or challenges, let's put it that way, challenges from clients? I'm seeking to be a um, observer, a watchful observer, rather than to get drawn into the drama. Mm. All around us is very can be very involving, very exciting, very dramatic. Oh my gosh, this is oh, what's going to happen next? No, no, it's just it's a it's a play. It's mm. a I can't affect it directly. I'd rather instead watch it from afar and not get involved with all the negative emotions that are associated with the drama. Ah. Because that allows me to stay in my, if you will, my own um, uh, self, mm -hmm. feeling calm, articulate, and confident, rather than drawn into the uh, tragedy of the day. And I've even done that, and then been accused of not caring. <laughs> and it's like, no, you don't understand. I'm trying to support you in your situation by not getting emotional because you're already plenty emotional for the both of us, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and I, I do try to uh, say, hey, OK, let's bring it down a notch. Let's bring it down just a little bit. OK, just calm down, breathe. I even went through a, a, a sequence uh, with someone just recently where and, and they started asking me all these questions. I says, no questions. Just listen and follow. And I don't know. And all I can tell you is this came from my intuition. I said, I want you to focus on uh, the color green. I want you to focus on green. Now, as I processed it later, <clears throat> obviously green is the, the color of healing. I said, I want you to see it. I want you to taste it. I want you to smell it. I want you to hear it. And then I said, I want you to say it. I, and I said, I want you to follow me and just say it after me. Green, green. Green, green. And, well, why green? No, and no questions. Just say it. Focus on. And so this person calmed down, came down out of the stratosphere of anxiety and was able to then go to sleep. As I said, I'm no therapist. All I could do was trust my intuition. Now, would I use that again? I don't know. It's only if I'm led to. Would I use another color? Maybe. We'll see. But um, if we tap into that, and I know you do that in your sessions, we can be of, of, of great support, not only to the person, the other person, but even to ourselves. Because do you find that after a session that even you are, um, you have shifted a little? I learned from my clients. We're all learning from each other, uh, but it's important to to keep um, centered, if you will, um, as you go through the day and not get blown off track. Yeah. Because when you're blown off track, you are not in your power. You are at loose ends, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Peter, I have three final questions that I want to ask you, and of course, these are uh, 
well, two of them are the same, but one of them is a new one for the new year, for the 15th year that we are in. Uh, and I'm going to ask those of you in just a moment, but first I want to tell you and thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story. New paradigms for a new world. We're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m. We're streaming live at those times at richarddugan.com. We are also on a 9 a.m. on Wednesdays for the special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We podcast these programs on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations on the net. And we are on YouTube. As I've mentioned before, you can see all of, all of Peter's books. I don't know that you can read the titles, but if you want a, uh, a bibliography, you can contact Peter. You can go to his website or give him a call. We'll give that information in a moment. And uh, we also ask that, as we've been doing throughout this program, for you to go within and listen to that still small voice and follow the promptings, even if it's just telling you, sit still. Green, 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 whatever, whatever it guides you to. Uh, we hope that you will do that. And the more you do it and the more you trust, the I will tell you, the easier it gets. It's not always 100 percent. It is never 100 percent on uh, a natural reaction, but it sure gets up into the 90 percentile. So we hope you'll do that. And if you'd like to support the work we're doing financially, we'd greatly appreciate that. We uh, have a PayPal account. It is there for your security as well as ours. And all you have to do is put in my email address, richard at richarddugan.com. When you go to <coughs> the PayPal send portion, and uh, it'll ask you for an email address, richard at richarddugan.com. There's a link on the uh, homepage of richarddugan.com that you can click on as well. And it'll just take you there and you can do your thing. And I thank you, thank you, thank you for those who have helped and those who will help in the future. We really do appreciate it. With all of that being said, let's go to our three final questions for the 15th year in 2023. The first of those is, who is Peter Wright? Peter Wright is a spiritual being having a human experience. What is your life's purpose? My life's purpose is to be of service to um, others to help others on their journey, because by helping others, I'm helping myself. Mm -hmm. And the new question for this double year, 15th year in 2023 is, what was your best day? Best day. I'm a uh, Broadway musical fanatic. So my best day has been being in the presence of enormous talent on the stage in a big, brassy Broadway musical. That brings me the greatest joy. Oh, wow. Well, Peter, again, I thank you so much for being with us here on the program. And we will have you back again this year uh, to talk more and give more guidance to folks uh, through the work that you're doing. Let me remind them first that the website is Insights. For, for blah, 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 insights from within insights from within.com and the phone number if you'd like to give him a call here in Santa Barbara 805-770-5200 805-770-5200 and uh, we thank you again Peter for joining us and we thank you 
for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, as we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Until our next broadcast, podcast videocast, love to Lal and Jeanette, I am still listening.